We are speaking with a singer Udo from the band Udo. The new album, A Game Over, is available now. And uh, Udo, I always tell you this. I first saw you at the Montreal Forum in January of 1984, opening for Kiss. Yes. And I was so incredibly... Long, long time. Yeah, I know. I know. I don't look that old, but trust me, I am. <laughs> but, uh, Nobody, that... Nobody's really old. It's all numbers. Only yeah. numbers. It's in the mind. But when I saw you that first time, it was game over for me. I went, yep, that's a band I got to follow. And that's a guy I got to follow. So always a pleasure to talk to you and always a pleasure to catch up and and talk about new music and music in general. So uh, bienvenue and bonjour, as we say in Montreal. Oh, yeah, bonjour. So game over. Correct me if I'm wrong, but but it's got more of a... I don't want to say political point of view on this one, but but you are sort of saying, hey, listen, global warming, child soldiers, et cetera. Talk to me about the, the lyrical content on this, because it, it's uh, not just rock and roll all night and party every day. No, not uh, the sex, rocks and rock and roll. <laughs> right. No, it's not. <laughs> no, no. Uh, rock and roll, yes, but uh, the rest not. Sex, okay, still, yeah, anyway, yeah. Yeah, we're getting old. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, um, um, that happens. No, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> the lyrics, in a way, I mean, we are talking about uh, the climate changing. Uh, some uh, things, you know, kids and guns, for example, is against weapons. You know, it's better to talk to each other than to kill each other. And uh, that's uh, Midnight Stranger. It's, it's 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 somebody you know. A lot of people now during all the pandemic stuff, they don't know what to do. Where are they? What is the future? What's going on? You know, and he is walking around. Yeah, it, okay. Midnight. It's a little bit. <laughs> the name was okay. Midnight Stranger. The the sound was good. Okay, in a way, it's calling like he feels like a stranger now, you know. And a little bit of ironic is not in in that in the beginning, like a Superman coming, you know. But this is more ironic. Maybe you never know. Maybe see Superman become Superman or whatever. And then of course we have um, Holy Invaders, for example, is um, like when you see now what happened in Afghanistan, you know. So they tell you how, what kind of religion you have to to choose. I mean, it cannot be, you know. I mean, everybody can choose his own religion, whatever it is, you know. And um, yeah, then we have uh, uh, um, like a beast. It's uh, about stalking, you know. You know, your girl sometimes taking the phone and said, who, who, who is it, you know? Then always like somebody's like, <gasps> whatever. Or you never know who is behind you, you know, who's watching you in some places. And uh, that's about this. This also happened. And um, yeah, and then we have also like songs like uh, uh, um, Metal Never Dies. Yeah, okay, this is about the music, you know. I think this kind of music will never die. I mean, I see so many generations following this uh, uh, kind of music that we're doing is always a new generation coming up. I mean, I do it long enough, I see that. And um, yeah, and of course, the lyrics in Metal Never Dies is a little biography by myself. Um, 
Yeah, in the beginning, when I started making music, I didn't have that much to say, but then in the end, I have a lot of things to say, you know. Then what else? Yeah, Marching Tank, for example, is like, um, in a way, also about myself. I mean, uh, my son came up with this idea, and he said, hey, they call you everywhere the German tank. I said, yeah. Uh, yeah, of course, I know that. And he said, yeah, you are the, the marching tank and you always go forward and you never give up and you still go on, you know. So that's a, it's a way in a mix up of everything, you know. Uh, so, so then t- talk to me, though, about, about that importance, though, of having to say something, because, you know, a lot of music comes out, especially pop music and dance music, and it's just have a good time on a Friday night. Why yeah. was it important for you to say something and not just go, hey, metal fans, you know, yeah. raise your fist and loud guitars? And That's, I never, also in the old band, except, you know, we always never was writing songs about dragons, middle age, or the thousand tons of steel and all that stuff, you know. We always, Nothing wrong with Dio, though. Nothing wrong with Dio. <laughs> no, I know. Don't don't no worry. I mean, I like you very very much, and uh, and dragons. But, but but you know, for us for us it was an exception with UDO. I mean, I would love to write lyrics. What's happened in the world? What's good? What, what's going on? You know, I don't want to be a teacher and say, hey, you have to listen and do this and this. If you get into the lyrics, it's okay. If you don't listen just to the music and the melody, it's also okay, you know. But I found out that a lot of people are interested in, in the lyrics, you know. And they, they, most of the time they get the meaning. And uh, that's good. I, wanna, I don't want to write about things uh, not really true. There's science fiction or whatever, you know. No. It's yeah. more interesting. It's more interesting to say something. Yeah, and 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 I like the point that you can just get into the music and the melody because that's sort of how I've always approached music. I mean, I I kind of like the Def Leppard lyrics of you know, love is like a bomb, baby, come and get it. I mean, just you know, listen. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Def Leppard, great great band, Def Leppard, of course. I mean, it for me, music is um, like uh, that the people um, can get together with the music or in 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 uh, uh, let's say in the concert that you just stay in like there and have to think too much you know it's maybe too complicated or whatever i mean we are we are making making music for me especially myself and i think also a lot of other bands that the people enjoy it you know can follow the music and can sing along i mean this is like what the people want in a, in a, at a concert you know when they go to a concert they want to have fun they want to have they want to sing and you know you want to really a part of it and that's i think it's the most important thing for me to write songs uh, i definitely agree um the the song lyrics and I'll, and I'll get off of this in a second it comes from you touring the world and seeing what's going on and like we mentioned at the beginning i saw you in 1984 what have you sort of seen in the last years where you just went oof I, I, there's something to write here because uh, let's say I mean uh, especially when you know when we start touring in in the eastern countries when that was getting open right. I mean uh, I remember one one thing that was when we did the first Russian tour 
So we came into a town and there was little, little hills on the street, you know, with a pipe coming out there. And then I was asking the, the, the tour manager, uh, said, hey, what is this? And he doesn't really want to tell us what it is, you know. And I said, yeah, come on, there are people living in there. They're like, what? Or, you, you know, you have some situations, okay, it's now changing also in Russia, but in the beginning, you know, you was in a five-star hotel, eating steak, drinking wine, whatever, you know, normal like in whatever, Paris, London, uh, Germany, wherever. And then you come out of the hotel and you see the poor people directly in front of, of the hotel. And this is all things, you know, that gets, uh, for me, in, in my mind, you know, it's like, hey, come on, uh, there is something wrong in this world, you know, and then you start writing lyrics about, we were also writing lyrics um, on what was on the streets, that, that was on the steel factory, that was then something what the Maidanic in, in Ukraine, in Kiev happened, we were writing lyrics about this, you know, I mean, we have a close friendship to, to, uh, to some people in Ukraine, it was really like, wow, what's going on, you know, and uh, yeah, and um, there's so many things that happen, and then I want to write something about it, you know, not like, okay, uh, oh, you have to listen to that. No, it's for me more interesting than instead of uh, uh, writing lyrics, okay, and this is the new dragon, he's now in metal, the metal dragon or whatever, stuff like that. You we know? love our dragons, we love our dragons, I gotta tell yeah, you. Yeah, metal dragons, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we love our dragon. Uh, the band, of course, has uh, welcomed a couple of new members. Talk yes. to me about bringing in new members, because I've always felt that new members sometimes brings a renewal, you know, a, a little renewal, brings some freshness to everything. Oh, yeah, that definitely uh, happened, happened yeah. with these two new guys I have. I mean, uh, the first thing was uh, the bass player. My old friend, Fitty Wienholder, he was together with me 23 years. And that then he came up after in 2018, I think that was, yeah, in 2018, he said, I'm tired, I don't want to tour anymore. I want to be more with my family and so on and on and on. Okay, we have to respect it. And I said, hey, Fitty, okay, if you really want to stop, okay. So that was the first thing we had to uh, search for you. Bass player. Yeah. So, and then I was not really sure about a bass player, you know, this is like the same with drummers. <laughs> they have to fit together and all that stuff. And um, yeah, and then Andre, uh, Andre Smirnov, he came to me and said, hey, you remember we had this band, Vicious Rumor, they opened up for us. And this bass player definitely is the right guy. And he was right. <laughs> so we called him. Or Andre was getting in contact with him, and then uh, Tegan said, yeah, that's the kind of music I always want to do. I'm really a fan of classic heavy metal. So, and then, yeah, that was then the first uh, new member, and uh, D. Dummers. Yeah, uh, you know, I was not looking for a well-known guitar player. Of course, I can get some. That is uh, not so difficult to do this. But you know, they already have their own style. They're already like, I don't know. For me, it was important to have an unknown guy, a young guy. And uh, yeah, he came to an audition. He was sending us a demo stuff. 
And then I said, yeah, okay, you have, you have to learn this and this, this song. And then he came to the audition and that was like after 50 minutes, I knew this is the guy, you know, that's uh, definitely. And then I was talking to him. That's also a personal, uh, very uh, important thing for me, person, the, the, how is this person, you know? How is he thinking, what he's thinking about a lot of things. Yeah, so, and then I was come, the band was completed again. Band's so, completed. Yeah, and but, you know, it's also now I have a really young band around me, you know, my son is 27, D28, <laughs> and uh, Thielen, the bass player, he's 30, and the oldest one after me is uh, Andre, Andre Smirnov, my Russian guy, and uh, he's 35. I mean, wow. come on, this is 35, well, nothing. <laughs> let, let me ask you this. Since you have a young band and they've got another 20 or 30 or 40 years of career in front of them, would you would you say to Sven at some point, hey, take over, get yourself a new singer and go be Udo 30 years from now? Because why not? Uh, maybe there is already one good singer. And you know what? It's my son. Yeah. Yeah, he can sing very, very good, but it's it's a little different, you know. It's not like uh, no, but take the brand and move forward. Yeah. yeah, so and that's always what I said. It, it said always, always, guys. Hey, this band fits perfectly together. Get a new drummer, and I said to my son, "And do you go in front?" And and here we go, you know. But I don't want to retire, maybe, uh, you know. No, no, no. no we're, 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 we don't want you to retire yet. But I mean, I, I, I see a lot of young guys joining Judas Priest and joining, and, and you know, uh, Phil X and Bon Jovi. And it's like, well, they're going to retire before you are over. So what's plan B? And, and, and in this case, with your son. That's, yeah, that's, uh, you, you never know, you know. I mean, uh, you never know what can, can be some healthy stuff. You never know. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, come on, we are not 20 years old. And, uh, you know. Uh, and, and look at the and, pandemic. A lot of people have said, I'm just going to stay home. Uh, uh, I'm done. Oh, uh, this is horrible. Yeah, you probably know? your bass player. I know the guy in Foreigner, the, the saxophone guy. He, he just went, uh, I've been home for a year. I'm just going to stay home. Yeah, but he's, he's also, he's living in Slovenia, you know, there's also sometimes very difficult to go somewhere, also my Russian guy, you know, it's uh, at the moment, okay, he's living now in Ukraine, not in, not in Russia anymore, but, uh, you know, it's like, uh, he, they are so tired to stay home, they want to do something, you know, okay, we was quite busy with the studio work, or oh, not studio work, haha, <laughs> yeah, okay, in a way, yes, studio, but everything was over the internet during the pandemic. Uh, we couldn't be together really working, you know, on, on songs, but it was always like a, a conference on Skype, uh, Zoom, whatever. And um, uh, yeah, and everybody's now looking forward to go on stage, you know, and uh, yeah, hopefully everything will be no more normal next year and it looks like now uh, it will be happened next year that we can go on tour again you know yeah so let me just quickly talk about that because you put a video out recently on your on your socials where you said listen we we gotta cancel sorry but we're gonna start again uh just just talk to me about disappointing the fans and then of course saying listen don't get so disappointed just give it six months we're coming back yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, you know, that, that was also like uh, uh, everybody was, 
looking forward to this, the first half of a European tour, you know. So, and then it was so quick. And then a lot of promoters said that we have to cancel this. We cannot uh, handle this and this. And then some promoters were scared about ticket sales. If we, ah, we don't know what's going on. You never know, blah, blah, blah. So, and then more, more, more. And then we said, hey, come on, it makes no sense. I mean, we cannot go from, let's for, for example, from to Milano, Italy, to Helsinki, uh, Finland, in, and have th- four or five days off in between. This is financial, my advice, not possible to do this, you know? So, and then we said, okay, we move everything to next year, but it was clever of the management. He was booking already just in case to reserve all the dates, the same dates for next year. You know? Very smart, <laughs> very smart. Yeah, so that he's, he, we were talking about it already over the summer. So what we are doing is we have to do the cancel thing, yeah. I reserved everything, it's fine. And he said, and he's right, everybody wants to go on tour next year, you know, everybody that will be exploding. (laughs) So then if if you start too late booking, then uh, can be happened, uh, then the promoter says, sorry. You can be frozen out. I mean, I I, I saw the the tote board at the Montreal promoter for next year and it's, it's, it's everybody. And he just went, wow. As a rock yeah. fan, it's kind of like wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, hopefully yeah. everything works next year. Yeah, let, let, fingers crossed. Uh, you mentioned classic heavy metal before. You have done that for for 30, 40 years. You you've delivered classic metal. You've stayed very metal. At any point, though, do, do you want to see yourself getting out of that and and doing something different? Have Have you had an urge to do a I don't know, a salsa record or, or just something different, just or, or is it just metal, metal till you die? Yeah, let's say, for example, when I did the VR1 album with the orchestra, mm-hmm. it's also still metal, you know, um, uh, but in a different way. That's the that things what I really like to do. Maybe there will be also, there was already asking us, you know, oh, maybe we can do another album. I said, why not? You know, this is, but this is completely a different thing when you, in, instead of doing an UDO album, you know, this is completely a different, different thing. And you're learning so much about, you know, the, how they put harmonies together and, and so on. It was really a learning process after, I don't know how many years I do this, you know, it was like, uh-huh, okay, that's very interesting. And um, yeah. Stuff like that, that would be, is, is for me interesting to do something with an orchestra. My, my dream, but I think, I, I don't know if I have time enough to do this, is to make a rock musical, you know. That'd be kind of cool. Like yeah. a Tommy. Well, like a Tommy. That'd be great. Yeah, something, something like a really rock musical, but... Um, this is also a thing, you know, you need really time to do this, you know, find to yeah. write composers and this and this and this and that. This is not easy. But maybe, you know, you never know, maybe have time enough to do it one day. Yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah. I'll write one for you and hire you. That'll be, yeah. <laughs> that'll be the yeah. way to do yeah. it. I mean, um, we, are still, we are still young. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm, get, I'm getting up there. Um, the, obviously, the uh, the first time I saw you, like I said, was the the opening for Kiss in Montreal. The yeah. last time I saw you was in Montreal again, 
And you were doing that. Uh, I don't want to say a tribute to accept uh, uh, a memory, a night of remembering. Let, let's call it that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and you said, I'm not never doing it again. And then the next year you did it again. It, <laughs> <laughs> is it fully retired or do you still think, you know what? Every so often, I just got to go out and sing balls to the wall because fans still love that. I mean, that was the point, you know. I mean, I was uh, doing the Dirk Snyder thing, only playing only exceptions for nearly three years, nearly 300 shows. And I mean, it was not All planned, great. you know. Yeah, that was not planned. It was just in the beginning, we said a lot of people was asking for this. And we said, okay, we do maybe 10, 15 shows all over Europe and that's it. And the whole thing was exploding, you know, I mean, really exploding. So, and then we said, okay, go on, go on and go on. And then the first pass was over. And then everybody said, uh, there are more songs. Uh, there has to be the second part. Okay, second part. So, and after this three years, I was tired to play except songs, you know. I was like, no, come on, you have over already 16 UDO albums. Come on, you have enough own stuff, you know. So, but maybe I was too quick. And it, but after this three years, that maybe that was the point to say, oh, come on, over. And uh, yeah, I mean, still the people, for example, America, a good example. Uh, so when we were booking the American tour, and the promoter, they called up uh, my management and said, yeah, we heard Udo doesn't want to play uh, any accept songs anymore. And my management said, yeah, that, that's right. He doesn't want to play. Said, yeah, but he cannot go on America too without Ball to the Wall. This is not possible. And really, it's in a contract that I have to play Ball to the Wall. Yeah. And, my and my management called me and said, uh, is that okay? I said, come on. Yeah, of course, ball to the wall in America, you have to do this. <laughs> I know you that. Do. I mean, yeah. Hey. So in, a, in, in the meanwhile, it's now nearly four years over with this Dirk Schneider thing. And uh, I think in not everywhere, but in a lot of countries, I will play some exceptions, maybe two or two three, three yeah. in, in the end as a bonus, you know, and a set list. So, I mean, it's like, Somebody was said to me, can you imagine Deep Purple without smoke on the water? I said, no. <laughs> so it's in a way the same, you know. So but we have can... to imagine Deep Purple without burn every year, which is terrible. They, they really got to start playing that. Yeah, now. yeah. But the burn is... Um, the yeah. covered ale. You know, it's yeah. funny because people don't understand that. But for example, in Japan, the uh, the promoter there, Udo, not you, uh, told Sticks, you got to play Babe. Or I'm not booking you, and they don't want to play Babe because they don't have Dennis D. Young anymore. But they played Babe because when Mr. Udo says you're playing Babe, you're effing <laughs> playing Babe. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Udo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's I can imagine that the people say, "Hey, come on!" You know, I mean, also it's like um, not maybe their own wish, but it's uh, for the uh, selling tickets and all that, but promote and stuff like that. It's very important, you know, and I mean. Uh, it. I also said now, okay, come on, this is also my also my history. Why not? You know, I can do that, and I, I was singing the songs. You know, and for me, it's not a problem to do this. So, and then I said, okay, come on, 
we know which countries we have to do that, and hmm. we know also countries where we don't have to play. Well, here's that, so. what you do, because years ago, you released a piano version of Balls to the Wall, which is fantastic. Yeah, a lot of people love hate, haters, you know. Like, oh, I, I, no, no. Screw the haters. I, I love it. I think it's fantastic. So just do that on a piano and just freak everybody out. And the promoter will say, but you'll say, <laughs> I played it. I pl you didn't say how. I played it. I love the yeah. piano version. I had it in my iPhone up until about a month ago. And then I ran out of space. So I had to reshuffle yeah. some songs. I love it. It's for me also a very interesting thing, you know, what we did. So it's different, but so what, you know? <laughs> well, exactly. And and it, it was kind of cool to be able to sing the song slowly with, anyway, I, I love it. Yeah, um, sure. yeah you know, uh, and I'll finish on this. Uh, in the press release, it says that Udo is the original voice of the cult band, except, and I'm just kind of curious about why a cult band, because they're sort of... I mean, I don't know. Aren't they bigger than a cult band? <laughs> I don't know. You know, this is like, yeah, I mean, this is the dimension always around you. This is the, the, the voice of except or what the voice of except. Yeah, of course. I know. But, um, you know, they, they do, sometimes they put things around and it's like, hello. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm reading that and I'm going, I'm going, I know he's not in the band, but they're not a cult band. I mean, obviously they're not Metallica, but no, definitely know. not. <laughs> anyway, uh, always a pleasure. Uh, thank you for the memories. I mean, uh, that last show where, where you did with Dirk Schneider was terrific. And of course that kiss one was terrific and Udo was terrific. So come on, keep it over. And the new album game yeah, over so is fantastic. That will be, that will be definitely. I mean, so I have already the first, they showed us the first uh, uh, shows for America and Canada. So that will be in September, October. And I think then definitely that will happen. I mean, then I think the pandemic will be not completely over. They will be still there for a long time, but you know, everybody now can handle that. I see that in Germany now, they want to go away with all the strict uh, things, you know, this is forbidden, this is forbidden. It's going really now up back to normal so well here we're at 100 percent. yeah so that will be definitely also happened in america or canada you know so yeah. very yeah. much looking forward keep rocking and uh, it's always great when a dad has his son in his band i love i love seeing that and as yeah. we say in montreal merci great pleasure okay okay thank you very much bye bye Au cheers bye-bye